you've probably all heard of the cortisol hormone. Cortisol is our kind of stress hormone. If we're stressed, cortisol levels elevate. And when we look at cold exposure, like cryotherapy, over a full spectrum, it actually leads to a reduction in cortisol levels. So, and I think this kind of comes from that mechanism where it sort of gives us this hormetic response, right? We get cold and it's this short-term tolerable bout of stress where I would imagine that in the very acute phase, we get a slight bump in cortisol. But then as you come out of that and you come down from it, your body starts to recalibrate where our baseline cortisol levels should be. You are listening to the Pain and Performance Podcast with Dr. Derek Hines. Hey everyone, Derek Hines here. Welcome to the podcast where I'll share with you the patterns, insights, research, and technologies that we use in my own pain and performance practice to help people improve their health, speed their healing, and increase their longevity. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Good day, my friends. Welcome to the Pain and Performance Podcast, where today I have a little in-between episode for you, uh, where normally on this we'll bring on experts in the field of, of health, healing, mindset, anything that can improve your, your health journey throughout this life. Today, we're going to talk about a specific piece of research that still kind of is going to answer some questions for us in terms of how we can improve our lives and what things we can do. And today we're going to be talking about cryotherapy or cold exposure, but not in the normal way that we've talked about it. I think we've talked quite a bit about how cold exposure can improve inflammation, healing, stem cell production, all that stuff. But there was a recent article that came out in the British Medical Journal about military health And that focused on the impact of cold exposure on life satisfaction among soldiers. So it was really interesting in kind of what they were looking for. So what I'll do is explain the journal article to you, and then we'll unpack some of that stuff. So basically what they did was took a bunch of soldiers and had them start to complete uh, regular cold exposure. And we'll dive into kind of what all that means. But they did regular cold exposure and they tracked overall how was their kind of health, mindset, all of those things as you kind of look at it. And what they found was at the end of the study protocol, the participants who were doing cold exposure versus the control group who were not doing cold exposure had a 6.3% increase in self-perceived health satisfaction. How healthy am I? They had a significant increase in self-perceived sexual satisfaction, so about the same, 6.2%. In the study, they had a reduction in waist circumference by 1.3% and a reduction in abdominal fat by 5.5%. They also had lower perceived anxiety in the entire test group. So, you know, really interesting. And a lot of this is stuff that we've talked about before in terms of improving metabolism, improving health. But to really look at it in your life and health satisfaction was a very interesting thing. So let's unpack this a little bit. So when you look at what happens when we expose ourselves to cold our body starts to go into this 
kind of mechanism to produce heat. And so it starts to increase metabolism. That increased metabolism is what often leads to, you know, the reduction in body fat and the metabolism changes. But when we look at it deeper, the way that the body starts to produce heat is through the activation of the sympathetic nervous system, which releases hormones like adrenaline, noradrenaline. These increase our heart rate, increase blood pressure. They kind of get that hyper alert. You're in survival mode, right? And so when you're in survival mode, that's not necessarily a good time for you to be stressed or anxious or depressed. So they also improve our mood. So we need to be very motivated to survive in those moments. So adrenaline, noradrenaline often run very consistently with kind of elevating the mood. So when we look at this study, what they did was having those, these soldiers undergo cold exposure consistently. It's just enough of a stressor that regularly puts you in that state and elevates mood. And we are getting these downstream effects, right? We're still reducing inflammation, which we know has a mood suppressant effect. We are getting kind of boosted hormonal release. We're getting changes in metabolism. All of these things kind of lift us up. And while, you know, when I first read this, I'm like six, 6.2, 6.3% doesn't seem like a crazy amount. A lot of time that can be enough to get us kind of out of the fog and get us feeling better. So I want to kind of dive into the effects of cold exposure on mood. So if we look specifically at norepinephrine, noradrenaline, as it's called, it's a neurotransmitter that functions as a stress hormone. So basically in response to cold exposure, norepinephrine levels surge significantly. They elevate quite a bit. And this acts to boost energy to keep us alive, but it also increases our alertness, our focus, our physical ready state, if you will. And this also kind of gets us prepared to act, prepared to survive. So it kind of gives us this increased energy and vitality when you get noradrenaline. And I think a lot of people, this is where like one of my friends texted me yesterday who came and did a cryo session at the office. And he was like, man, I feel amazing. What a great way to start your day. That's what we want to feel. We want to feel alive. We want to feel motivated. And getting this boost, even short term of noradrenaline, really helps quite a bit. If we look at the flip side of that, which also happens during cold exposure, and that is dopamine. Dopamine is often referred to as your feel-good neurotransmitter. And so it's very closely linked with like the pleasure, reward, and motivation centers in the body. So think of this as, you know, you get something, you get a reward, and you feel very good. Ah, that's your dopamine. Kind of feel good. I feel really good. Pleasure. You take the bite of the, the cookie, and it feels good for that moment. That's dopamine. So cold exposure leads to a release of dopamine, which increases our feelings of happiness, contentment. I just feel good about it and satisfaction. So dopamine is kind of one of those key players in our positive emotions, our satisfaction levels. And when we do cold exposure, there was another study that was done that showed that we get about a 250% increase in dopamine after a single cold exposure. And that lasted hours after the exposure happened. So very, very helpful if we're looking at boosting our mood. And I think there's a couple things that happen here. 
Hey, my friends, I hope you are enjoying this episode of the Pain and Performance Podcast. Uh, We have a goal to get this show into the top 10 of the health and wellness category. And with the amazing guests and the reviews and ratings that we've gotten from y'all, we are well on our way. But if you haven't yet, please take a second and leave a review, leave a rating. Um, That's what really kind of pushes the show forward. So thank you so much. I will love you and send you a virtual hug. Uh, Thanks and back to the show. Not only do you get this few hour increase in mood, but you also get this pathway that starts to get strengthened. So as you start to release dopamine and you start to improve mood, you start to make it easier for your body to get into that state, especially if you're doing this regularly. And we had many patients, we had switched over from one cryo chamber to a different kind. And during that downtime, we had quite a few patients that came and said, I didn't realize how much this was boosting my mood until I stopped doing it. And, you know, I started to feel like, oh, I I don't feel as good and positive and happy and satisfied as I did while I was doing it regularly. And I think that's just one of the, the great things about being able to tap into this mechanism that we have built into our body in response to cold exposure. It really is a button we get to push that is healthy on so many levels, but these studies indicate how much it can help us from like that mental happiness and life satisfaction level. So, you know, when you get this release of, of norepinephrine and dopamine, it really does help improve kind of just the physiology of satisfaction, of energy, of alertness, of motivation. So, It's a really great biochemical response that cold gives us that I think we should all try and tap into and use. There's another side to this that we see a lot in terms of like overstressed people, and that's cortisol. You've probably all heard of the cortisol hormone. Cortisol is our kind of stress hormone. If we're stressed, cortisol levels elevate. And when we look at cold exposure, like cryotherapy, Over a full spectrum, it actually leads to a reduction in cortisol levels. So, and I think this kind of comes from that mechanism where it sort of gives us this hormetic response, right? We get cold and it's this short-term tolerable bout of stress where I would imagine that in the very acute phase, we get a slight bump in cortisol, But then as you come out of that and you come down from it, your body starts to recalibrate where our baseline cortisol levels should be. And the result is that we get a lower level of baseline cortisol, which contributes quite a bit to stress alleviation, to improvements in that consistent stress feeling and the effects of it. So that sense of relaxation, that sense of calm and emotional balance, when we bring ourselves out of that high cortisol level, that's a really, really good level that we want to be at where we just feel more natural. We feel better. A lot of our patients will say like, I feel more like myself whenever I do this. In patients with high cortisol levels, we almost always try and get them into cryotherapy and on ashwagandha and omega-3s. When we do that, it's such a great researched protocol to improve cortisol levels. And every single time, I've had so many people come off of it and say, what an amazing stack. I feel like myself again. And I think that's what we're talking about is I'm back to that sense of kind of emotional balance and calm. So if we look at kind of this neurotransmitter and hormone balance, 
what you can take away from this is that when we get into sympathetic and parasympathetic balance, so that out of that fight or flight and closer to our baseline in terms of getting that short-term norepinephrine boost, that short-term dopamine boost, and that long-term cortisol reduction, we get into this really great place where we feel emotionally better, more balanced, we have better mood, we have better focused, and we have a more positive state of mind. And they saw that in these soldiers who were doing cold exposure regularly, that as they did it, they started to really notice that, wow, I feel better, I'm thinking better in all levels, I'm happier across the board. And it's not an amazing thing. We're not talking about, hey, I'm 50% happier, I'm walking around and nothing can affect me, but it's that probably perfect balance, six to 10% happier. I forget who the author is, but he's like, look, let's not shoot for you know, 2X or 10X our happiness. That's not right. 10%, 10% happier. You know, so I think this, this 6% probably is a very healthy level for these people to get into a really good state. And that's something that cold exposure can really help us with. So one thing I'd like to mention is a lot of people ask, is this cold water? Is this cryotherapy? Is this cold showers? I do think there is a, a slight variation in how these things affect us. We have seen across the board, if you're doing cold exposure, that of whatever type it is, it seems to give these benefits. I've got friends who started doing cold plunges at the house. I've got many, many patients doing cryotherapy in the office. I do cold showers during the winter. I do cold exposure during the winter. I think you do a little mix of all of it to get the best benefit. And whatever you have the most access to is probably the best way for you to do it, whatever you can do consistently, because that's one of the, the, the mechanisms here. If we take this research and we tie that with Dr. Soberg's research, who found that we needed about 11 total minutes a week broken into three or four different segments of cold exposure to get the best benefits across the board. That's where we really get the benefit is, can I do this consistently three, four times a week for, you know, three to four minutes per session so that I'm constantly getting these variances in these norepinephrine, dopamine, regulation of cortisol levels. That's where you really can use research like this and say, wow, I've made a difference. I feel better. I feel like a different person, not to mention all the other benefits that we've talked about in the past of, of cold exposure, but how can I use this as a mood enhancer? And that's really, really powerful if we dig into that data and we start to put that into practice. So I've certainly noticed this, that when I'm doing cold exposure regularly, I just feel better throughout the day. My energy's better. My sleep is better that night. Starting your morning is amazing. I've done cold exposure before an exercise routine when I just didn't quite feel like I wanted to work out that day. I'll jump in cold exposure. I'll jump in a cryo chamber and then come out and I'm ready. I'll go and I'll have an amazing workout where, you know, five minutes before that, I was just, I'm not into it. You know, I, I don't really feel like working out. And also whenever I've got quite a bit of, in all honesty, work to do in terms of podcast or writing, if I'm in that mindset where it's just, I've got the don't want, as everybody says it, I think using cold exposure to get you out of that with these short-term spikes in norepinephrine really is a great tool that you can use to get you over that hump when you just are in that phase where like, 
I don't want to do the work. I don't want to work out. I don't want to go and kind of, you know, be involved in this social situation, however that might work for you. It's a really nice tool that you can have that has a lot of health benefits. So I like that where I can get the short-term benefits that raise me up and they actually lead the long-term benefits as I'm doing that over and over again for the short-term benefits. So this was a really cool study that just illustrated even in a group as kind of stressed and difficult to treat as active soldiers are, that we were still getting a really nice improvement in life satisfaction, general health satisfaction, and sexual satisfaction. So not a bad thing. So I hope that helps. I think a lot of people will get some benefits out of kind of knowing some of this. So share this episode. Um, Let me know if you like some of these little quick hitters and do that one thing to get a little bit healthier today. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share this information with someone who needs it. We hear it all the time from patients and friends and family that say they wish they heard this information earlier so they could have started this journey towards better health, a better life, a more pain-free life sooner. So if you know someone who can benefit from this information, please send the show to them. Also, you can get all of today's show notes and topics discussed at DerekHines.com slash podcast. And for any treatment or pain inquiries, please go to AcadianaPain.com. Thanks again for listening. It means the world to me. Thanks for all of the feedback and any reviews that y'all can give. I really appreciate it. And remember, just try and get a little bit healthier every day.